Hello, Bill Boyd here again with the North Carolina Study Center and our daily devotional. Like many of you, I trust uh, Martha and I, sometimes with the children, sometimes without, have been taking uh, daily walks. A lot of times it's uh, in the evening. And there, we've actually found an area near our house uh, where a path, uh, just we can walk from our house across what used to be a busy road and no longer is, and pretty quickly be into a wonderful pine uh, woods area that then uh, moves on into a protected wetlands area that's a big park and uh, where there are ducks and heron. And right now there's actually a goose sitting on a nest. And, and, and the, it's a decent size uh, lake in the midst of it. Uh, it really is a wetlands area, so the lake is mainly covered in all kind of water plants and things of that nature. It's pretty. It's not the kind of place you would want to go uh, swimming. But uh, I, f- I couldn't take it any longer after a couple of weeks of this. And finally yesterday, I took my fishing rod with me with just a very small uh, spinning bait. And I, I looked it up and found out there's nothing against fishing in there, although I've never seen anyone fish there. And so I went and uh, suffice it to say, after uh, striking out a great deal, I finally found a little area that had a little depth to it and threw in there and pulled out what may be the smallest fish, uh, at least that I've caught in, in, since I was like five years old. And I, I felt like a five-year-old. I was so excited about it. I showed it to Martha and she tried to, you know, act excited. Uh, I think she felt a little sorry for me, but, um, (laughs) it was a cute little fish and I finally got the little hook out of his little mouth and, and put him back in with his friends and walked home pretty satisfied. Although I got home and there's a little pond across the street from us, uh, and, uh, where Richard, our youngest has tried along with a couple of other boys in the neighborhood to catch fish and they haven't been able to catch them. And I went over there thinking, you know, I'm going to slay the fish. And, and I did catch a fish and I kid you not, it was the smallest bass I've ever caught in my life. It could not have been more than five and a half or six inches. And, uh, I was thrilled and thought, man, I'm going to really slay them now. And that was the only fish I caught all evening. All that to say, uh, times like these, uh, it's time to rejoice in, in, small fish from small ponds. Um, and that got me thinking, because I've been reading uh, quotes from a book I have of quotes by a man named St. Francis de Sales. Uh, de Sales lived in the 16th and 17th centuries and was known for his writings on things such as humility and was known for his gentleness and humility. And I thought, you know, uh, Small fish out of small ponds, uh, that's the kind of stuff that Francis de Sales writes about. Uh, I'm going to read to you a few of these quotes. and I do so, though, because we really do uh, serve a God who uh, is all about small fish from small ponds. And uh, I, I think we all desire to be big fish in big ponds. Some people maybe prefer to be big fish in a small pond or big fish in a big pond, but none of us really want to be a small fish in a small pond necessarily. But uh, if you think about it, this is Jesus took on flesh and was born to a couple named Mary and Joseph who were definitely small fish from a small pond. And he, he became a small fish in a small pond. Uh, he was from 
you know, Bethlehem. Uh, Bethlehem, if it had been a fish, would have been a fish you would have thrown back pretty quickly. And uh, Shepherds hailed his birth, and shepherds were, uh, frankly, what people from where I'm from, the Mississippi coast, call trash fish. Uh, Nazareth, we're told in the scriptures, uh, if it had been a fish, it was not the kind of fish that you wanted to keep or eat. Jesus was a carpenter. That's kind of a small fish trade. And who were his followers uh, when he started ministering? Well, fishermen. Uh, and he hung around Galilee, which was a small fish kind of place. And even Judea, there's just nothing big or impressive about Judea. Uh, but think about, I mean, Jesus hung out in synagogues. He People like Mary Magdalene, the woman at the well, the prodigal son he talks about, the mustard seed. Uh, even Herod and Pilate, these are small fish. And in the end, of course, uh, like a truly small fish, Jesus is simply thrown away, seemingly. Because that's what death by crucifixion was. But we're reminded um, through the cross that uh, God uh, is all about small fish and small ponds and that the world is renewed and overturned by such. Uh, the Apostle Paul actually says this, for the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many of you were powerful. Not many of you were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world, that is small, right? To shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being may boast in the presence of God, including Jesus, we might add, because can you imagine Jesus boasting? Jesus was a man of what? Humility. In other words, God loves small fish, and they're actually the only kind of fish that he sends forth to do his work. Now, finally, I'm going to read to you just a few quotes from St. Francis de Sales that have given me a great deal to think about, and, and I find them to be, uh, they're convicting and strangely comforting, especially in times like these. Sorry, that's my dog, needless to say. <laughs> Strange times indeed. Francis de Sales. Humility is true knowledge. Humility is true knowledge. That's all it is. De Sales says this. Consider how uncertain is the day of your death. My soul, one day you will leave this body. When will it be? Only one thing is certain, we will die, and sooner than we think. The king of glory does not reward his servants according to the dignity of their office, 
but according to the humility and love with which they have exercised it. Three more. If you want to know whether a man is really wise, learned, generous, or noble, see if his life is molded by humility, modesty, and submission. If so, his gifts are genuine. Another. If God permits our reputation to be taken away from us, it will either be to give us a better one or to make us profit by holy humility of which a single ounce is preferable to a thousand pounds of honor. I think we'll stop with that today. Thanks for listening in and uh, hope to see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.